Hello and welcome to Just Needs, a podcast where we talk about parenting children with disabilities. I'm your host, Christina Kozik. I too am a parent of a child with a disability, and let me just say, I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we talk about everything from receiving a new diagnosis to transitioning your older child out of school and beyond. This podcast is a project of Exceptional Lives, a nonprofit organization that supports families like yours. You can learn more about Exceptional Lives at our website, www.exceptionallives.org. If you, like me, are parenting a child with a disability or a learning difference, then I don't need to tell you it's not easy. We all learned that in Parenting 101, right? Right? (laughs) Maybe not, but we surely know it now. Something I learned early on is that sometimes you have to push a little when you advocate for your kids' needs. I know how overwhelming and emotional it could be when you start working with school services, not to mention all the government red tape and medical insurance rules, but knowing how and when to advocate for your child helps you and your child get the supports and services they need. This week, I want to share six tips with you on how to do just that, advocate for your child and get results. First, and most important, know your rights. Fall back on the law when needed. There are laws that protect the rights of people with disabilities. The Americans with Disabilities Act, or ADA, and Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act both exist to make sure that people with disabilities have equal access to all public services. Another law, called the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, or IDEA, says that children with disabilities are guaranteed a free and appropriate education. You might have heard this referred to as FAPE. Learn about your child's rights and use that knowledge to push for what you need. If your child has an IEP, an individualized education program, and the school says that they can't provide a service that is written in it, then just say, IDEA requires it, period. You have to figure it out. It's more effective to pass it off to the law than to get angry. Second, Keep your child at the center of everything. No one will argue with this. Sometimes it feels like you personally are in the battle with the school or another service provider, but remind them that your mutual goal is to help your child and provide what your child is entitled to by law. Ask the question, what can we do together to meet my child's needs here? Third, be calm but firm. Try to keep emotions out of it as much as possible. I know that's easier said than done. It's so easy to get emotional, especially when you're concerned about your child, but it doesn't help the situation. It's more effective to be calm, polite, and rational. Be firm, but not oppositional. A great phrase is, one way or another, we have to make this work. What is a different suggestion? Fourth, keep records of everything. Every time you communicate with a school or a government agency, keep a written record with a date. If it's a letter or an email, keep a copy just something that you can show them later to prove what was said. This will help to hold them accountable and make them stick to their required timelines. For example, if you have a special education evaluation, the school has five school days to get your consent and 30 school days to do it. If they don't, you can show them when you made the request. This leads me to five. Know the chain of command and move up to the next level if needed. Learning how to advocate for your child means learning how the system works. If you have a complaint with school services, start with your child's teacher or IEP team. If they are resistant or unresponsive, the next step may be the principal. If that doesn't help, contact your school district's special education office, then the state office. Learn about the dispute resolution process and know who the people and departments are. 
still getting nowhere? Call your state's Parent Training and Information Center. Every state has at least one to support parents of kids with disabilities and help you advocate for their rights. I'll put a link to the Parent Center Hub website in the show notes. The bottom line is, if your child is not getting what they need, don't settle. Go to the next level. Six, keep an eye out for discrimination or profiling. Everybody wants to help children succeed, but sadly, there are still unfair practices and unequal treatment. We know that Black and Latinx students get disciplined significantly more than white students. We know that family culture plays a role in how kids interact at school and that they are quote-unquote acting up is often misunderstood. Be on the lookout for students being treated differently or inappropriately, even if it's not your own child. If you see racist or unfair practices, speak up. Talk to the leadership. Talk to other parents. Reach out to your district's equity and inclusion coordinator if they have one. And if you have to make a stink, it's in service of your child. Try to stick to tip number three, though, and be calm but firm. It's not always easy to advocate effectively. No one wants to be the squeaky wheel, but sometimes we have to be. If you follow these tips, you can look out for your child's interests without being too squeaky. Just remember, stay calm and learn your rights. Good luck. It will be worth the effort. This podcast was written by Julie McKinney and presented by me, Christina Kozik, for Exceptional Lives. You can subscribe and follow the podcast at our website, www.exceptionallives.org forward slash just needs podcast. Our website also has blogs, guides, upcoming events, and a resource directory for Louisiana and Massachusetts. We'd love for you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Exceptional Lives. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening. 